Hello and welcome to the Toothy Saber podcast. Hello. Wow, my voice sounds different today. <laughs> Hi, Diogo. I went away and did the introduction today. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to steal your. You moment. jumped the gun. <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, it's usually me, but there's no reason to be me, to be always me or just me. So, your turn. I prefer it that way. Yeah. You lead. <laughs> Lead the way, fellow. Oh, boy. <laughs> If I knew we were going this path, I would give you the opportunity. <laughs> Apple HomePod. Woohoo! We are very excited. Or, I, as I like to call it, the Apple thingy. The Apple thingy, yeah. I don't think it's gonna, it's gonna pick, up, pick up, but... No, it's not going to stuck. I like it. Apple thingy. <laughs> well, it's actually a, a, a really bad name because it's not a thingy. It's a really big thing. <laughs> This thing weights about two and a half kilograms. That's that's five point five pounds. So, thinky, it's not exactly a great name for it. <laughs> yeah, but neither is HomePod, right? Really, <laughs> it's kind of good looking, you know. It reminds me, though. Mm -hmm. It reminds all of us, I think, oh, of the Mac don't Pro. Go that broke. No, no yeah, trash can jokes it's again. It's a trash can. <laughs> it's fine. Come it's beautiful. On, it's a beautiful. It it's is a beautiful design. It is. I mean, I got to admit, between the Google options, the Amazon, and the Apple one, the Apple one is the one I consider beautiful. Okay, so if, we, if mm -hmm. you include Sonos, maybe Sonos are, are good looking also. But um, Amazon and Google, I'm sorry. You guys don't really know anything about aesthetics. <laughs> not on those devices, yeah. Or maybe they do, but they're not to my taste. Besides, mm -hmm. we're Apple fanboys because we like... Uh, <laughs> also, we like the aesthetics of most Apple products. Mm -hmm. So obviously, yeah, it's not surprising that we like the HomePod. But uh, I'm not really very excited for now, although I probably would like to have one. But you, at least a couple of, week ago, a couple of weeks ago, were not in it at all. And I think you're warming, mm -hmm. up, warming up to it. Or am I wrong? I, I think I am. But um, at this price point, I, I think I would prefer to have something a little bit cheaper you know uh, probably $100 cheaper than than it is but um i'm i you're right i'm warming up to the idea of having a a home pod the only thing that i really don't like it's the price as, as i said hmm. there's nothing wrong with it actually um i i do use siri a lot but there's a, there's a thing that i i that i'm not very uh, convinced um, and that's You can read that on on the system requirements on on the um, on the specs for the HomePod on the Apple's uh, website, and they say that for a, a full music functionality, you should have a, a, a Apple Music subscription. And I don't have one, uh, so I guess I would I would be missing a, a lot of the um, the great functionality of the the HomePod. I think, which is the great sound quality and, and the music listening. But you have an iTunes library, I suppose. I have an iTunes library, uh, but most of this of the stuff I have there, it's it's kind of old, and I ripped from from CDs, uh, original CDs, uh, mind you. <laughs> <laughs> so iTunes doesn't sync that kind of uh, of content to to its servers. So I would probably uh, be um, stuck with the uh, airplane to the to the HomePod. And I don't think that's that's a great experience at all. I get it. I get it. Well, it's not it's not a bad experience, but uh, you know, I I can prompt Siri. Hey Siri, play something. She'll 
either probably ask me to buy uh, the the album or the the music or subscribe to the to the Apple Music. And I, okay, I know it's not very it's not very expensive to have a, an Apple Music subscription. I f for uh, most of the time I don't listen to music all that often. So, it's it's not the price. It's it's because it's uh, I don't find it rewarding f uh, for me to to pay uh, a subscription just for music, you know. Yeah, but uh, if that's the case, you also probably don't need a very good music speaker. <laughs> that's it. Okay. Do you think they should have a, a home HomePod Mini? Well, Amazon sells a Echo Mini or a Echo Dot for forty dollars. I, I think mm -hmm. that would probably you would probably play with something like that if Apple sold it to you. Yeah, probably. If it was half the price, even better. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, less than that, but. Uh, What can I say? I just can get, I can just give you my opinion. I don't think if Apple will launch, if Apple is going to launch uh, another version of the home, a cheaper HomePod, I don't think it will be soon. And I also oh, no, think no. a lot of those restrictions that you were talking about, for example, you have to AirPlay and you can, it doesn't support, I don't know, Spotify or third party applications. I think not that's not on the homepad, but you can you can obviously um, airplay it to to the homepod. I think that that's all a question of time. I think in, in a year from now it's going to be a different uh, mm -hmm. proposition. But for what it is right now, yeah, I think it's going to have a smaller audience than it could. But my big mm -hmm. gripe about it is that you need a you need an Apple device. You need a, you need a iPhone. You need an iPad. And uh, I wish it was more like the the Amazon Echo, in that it's it's something that you can use without anything else. Mm -hmm. I get it; it's the Apple ecosystem. But I think if you, it could be something like the iPod all over again. It could be this, the thing that brings you onto the Apple ecosystem. Exactly. But uh, at this point, you have to already That's be on the Apple point, ecosystem yeah. to care about it. Because if you're not, mm -hmm. you're not going to buy it. Do, do you think that some people might might buy it and? Afterwards, realize that they need an iPhone. And why do do you need an iPhone? I, I would I would guess that uh, you needed to first pair it with the, with the, the Wi-Fi uh, router in your house. Do you need it for something else? Well, I don't know if you need it at all. Well, it 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 needs internet access. So I would uh, argue that uh, at least you need some way to con to connect you to. You don't don't you connect it by a cable? No, no, no! It doesn't have a cable. Oh, come on, Luis! Internet cable. Come <laughs> well, Sonos uses an internet cable. Why? Why could it? It has the option. No, but the uh, the AirPod doesn't use a. The only cable it has is it's the uh, it's the cable for uh, for plugging it to the to the wall. You know. What am I thinking? It's Apple. It's Apple exactly. Even if it if it need if it needed another device. I think they could just launch a small application for Android and, and iOS and just do it, you know. Mm -hmm. Actually, Android, you know, if I assume if you had an iOS device, it would be a, it would have a, a more seamless implementation integration. But uh, they have Apple Music on, on Android, so you know what? I'm guessing. I'm guessing you you configure it in the same UI as you does on the um, on the AirPods. That that uh, sliding window that uh, comes up on your screen. Yeah, but the the AirPods are iPhone only. Well, they're not iPhone. Only. You can use them on Android. Yeah, you can really. Of course, you can. You you can use them on Android. You just don't have access to the W1 chip. 
No, but but that that's the thing because um, one of the things that tri strikes me and people have been complaining about this it's that uh, you can't uh, pair it with another device on Bluetooth to stream music, but it, it does have a Bluetooth chip and a 5.0 Bluetooth chip, um, and that's one of the things that you need to pair it with the with an iPhone on, or an iPad. Um, it's not, it, you can't just have a, a Wi-Fi connection. Uh, to use AirPlay, you also need Bluetooth in some instances, and I think this this is the reason why it has a, a Bluetooth um, chip. So I'm guessing it it does use the same protocols as uh, the AirPod or anything else with a W with a W chip. I don't know. I'm fishing here. I'm just trying to. The AirPlay the AirPlay uses Bluetooth, right? Mm -hmm. It's part of the protocol. Well, it's 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 part of the protocol, but it, it uses Bluetooth and Wi-Fi. Yeah, it uses both and. For example, AirDrop uses both. I don't know the specifics, but I, I, I'm imagining that Bluetooth is just for the handshake, you know? Because they already use a combination of iFi and Bluetooth for most of things. Exactly. Also AirDrop. AirDrop needs, needs Bluetooth also. A continuity also needs Bluetooth. So Bluetooth, exactly. it's probably and the same thing. 4.0 minimum, yeah. I would guess so, yeah. So we're guessing a lot. <laughs> are there reviews already? Full, full fledged reviews no, no, on, on no, the internet? No, not really. I don't think there are. No, no. There's just some uh, reviews of some people that uh, heard a demonstration, and that's it. Oh, yeah, and the, and the, those first impressions are really great. Uh, I I think everyone was very very impressed with the with with how it sounds, at least. Yeah, as a friend of ours said, um, it's good that they have bet on the sound quality because they have the worst assistant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's a problem because both Siri and uh, OK Google are actually better. Well, if you buy an Amazon Echo, you're really buying it for the, for the voice assistant. And Apple is selling you this more as a speaker with a voice assistant. assistant. But so it's, it's, not, it's not a smart speaker. It's a speaker that actually it's kind of smart. <laughs> no, it's a, it could be a really smart speaker. It has, a, it has an A8, right? Uh, yeah, I think it it's does. It's a yeah. very smart and powerful speaker. If it's using it or not, if it's using all its capabilities. I think if you look at the hardware, it's, it's real, it looks really good. And when you buy a speaker, it normally some, it's something that you can use for five to 10 years, maybe more. In this case, I would probably not mm -hmm. say a lot more, but it's something that you use for a long time. And they appear to have a very solid speaker. So if you buy the speaker and they continue to upgrade the service in the software, I think they're going to have a very good product. Right now, it's limited, but hey, if you have the money and you're interested in listening to music mostly, why not? And probably, I'm even guessing that for those people that have a gnome office or they have an office all for themselves, they might even consider this a very good thing to have an office because you can listen to music. In theory, independently of where you're going to place it, it will sound good. Mm -hmm. With a regular speaker, that's not. There's a very limited space where it's the Ottoman space. Oh, yeah. And the rest, it's... Well, you can still listen to it, but it's not a good because experience. Because it will, will self-calibrate itself. It will listen to its own sound output and try to calibrate the, regarding the, uh, the, the environment, yeah. Yeah, and something that you can place anywhere and it will sound good, it's attractive for me. And then, well, you may mm -hmm. actually be very interested in just making phone calls and receiving phone calls with it. Because it, it has oh, a very good... Oh, you can do that? Yeah. You can. You can receive a call in the iPhone and uh, 
and nice. answer it with the with the speaker. And it has a very good sound quality both ways. So I'm actually thinking if I was a guy that was receiving calls every day in my office, I would probably would like that. I would be listening yeah. to music. And when I got interrupt, interrupted by phone calls, I would answer them with the HomePod. On the HomePod, yeah. And that's just the beginning. That's just for now. I mean, I'm thinking that uh, with integration with the integration with HomeKit, I don't have HomeKit uh, appliances right mm. now. I'm, Me neither, yeah. I'm trying to convince my girlfriend to have a, to put a, a home kit lamp on the bed on the bedroom because I would like to, you know, I would like to have different intensities. For example, when uh, at night when I'm going to bed, I don't like to have a, a very strong light over me. And in the morning, I actually want a strong light over me. And I would like, to, for example, to to be able to wake up with light, you know, to turn it automatically on at a certain time or off. And even if possible, change color, I would like that. <laughs> But that's a secondary thing. Disco time. <laughs> Disco time. Wow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What I'm trying to get to is that uh, with the, if I start to have HomeKit appliances and then I got a HomePod and I can control it through the, and I can control it through the HomePod, it starts to get more appealing. Just like an Apple TV. I don't have an Apple TV. Mm. You do. But if I could control my Apple TV through my HomePod, that would be interesting because, you know, everybody knows it's difficult to find that little remote and I would be losing it all the time. And the security camera and, and, and other stuff, yeah. Yeah, for example, you have a security camera that doesn't, shut off, that doesn't turn off. I don't like that. <laughs> no, I have to unplug it from the, um, from the socket, yeah. It's kind of weird, but, uh, well... It's supposed to be on all the time, but when I'm at home, I, I guess I don't need a security camera unless I'm attacked in a home and I need the footage. But uh, I don't think it's happening here in Portugal. <laughs> Let me knock on wood. <laughs> and the feed is not encrypted or anything like that, right? I think it is. I think it's encrypted, but uh, well, as anything, uh, it probably could be broken, you know. So I'm not very comfortable of having a camera looking at me all the time, but uh, when I'm home, so I only really need it when I'm not at home. So that would be a a, a great feature to have, yeah. So in your case, it would be uh, some uh, wall socket that would uh, be HomeKit compatible, right? Oh yeah, that could work, or even the the camera, but uh, the camera isn't so well. Since we are talking about the uh, power and power sockets, uh, I would also like to mention that it uh, the con the power consumption is is uh, very efficient. Have you seen the the numbers? Actually, no. I don't think anybody else talking about power consumption. Well, I, I've read a, a Mac Rumors uh, article about it, and uh, it's actually more efficient than an Energy Start certified LED house household light bulb, uh, which typically draws around nine to ten watts. And the HomePod draws around 8.7 on wow. a 150 that's, volts line. That's yeah. really good. I mean, that's when it's on standby, right? No, that's actually in music playback at 50% the really? volume. Yeah, really. And does it have the value for standby? I think, yeah, in low power mode, which I assume it's it's standby, it draws around 1.7, 1.7 watts. Yeah. That's really good. I think that... Everything yeah, in my house, it's like very low. the the router. Oh yeah! Actually, I, I was talking about integrating the Apple TV with the HomePod. That would be great. And Microsoft tried mm -hmm. to do that with the Kinect too. 
Remember when they launched the new macros, the new the new console, oh, yeah. the yeah. Xbox One. Mm-hmm. That was a, one of the things that they, it could look at. You could control it by sound and motion. Yeah, you could yell at it. Xbox on, Xbox turn on, Xbox. <laughs> You get you the could picture. probably, you know, pick some hand waving gestures or something like that. <laughs> no, the camera wasn't. Uh, oh, it, it wasn't was on. just sound. I no. thought that they were using all uh, the, no, the features the, in idle mode. No, no, in idle mode, it would also uh, only capture sound. So oh. and okay. it would it would be triggered by specific uh, keywords. Right. You had. I think you had. You had to say Xbox and then then trigger the. Um, Whatever you wanted to do with All it, right. yeah. and I don't remember how much it it would it, it power did it draw, but I remember that when they said how much the oh, it was the, high in idle. I think it was it was a big number, eighty or sixty. Or it was yeah, but it was it was a big number, yeah. So I would if I have if I had an Xbox One, it I would really turn it off because it would be spending. I don't know if they that improved, oh, yeah. but it's a lot of power to waste idling. Mm-hmm. And actually, that's a great news about the HomePod. I don't know if we're going, if we're being positive or negative about that on Apple about this, but it just seems that we're at the beginning of something that in the future, this will be so normal that um, you're going to expect to give voice comments to everything. Mm-hmm. Right now, okay, that's not possible, but I'm thinking that we'll get there and this is just the, the first, you know, the first attempt. For some people with, uh, for example, uh, visual problems, maybe this would be a good solution. Although <laughs> those people would probably want an Amazon Echo. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's one of the things that kind of um, still doesn't give me a lot of confidence is that uh, Apple is not investing as much as Amazon is on, on AI. So I don't know what what the what the future lies for for Siri on, on the Apple. I I know they are going to improve it even further. But um, as we were talking uh, before starting to recording the to record this podcast, I think they will really lag behind uh, on that part. Um, what what do you think about it? Yeah, uh, everybody says that uh, the Echo is better at understanding you than Siri. And apparently, okay, Google is better also. And actually, I tried it on Android phones and the Google Assistant is better than Siri most of the times. And Siri is not, it's not terrible. It's not, it's not, it's not even bad, but it has been progressing very slowly. Mm-hmm. I would expect that it, it would be better by now. I kind of feel like she's still on, on beta. Although she's not, I think, uh, officially she's out of beta ever since what, 2000 and what? Uh, 12 2011 I don't remember but you you you, you we had the expectation that at this that a few years later it would be better and Amazon just entered on this category with the Alexa and they already overcome Apple so oh yeah they they also have a fleet of engineers working on on it so they yeah. have a lot of people working on it, but well they take they're taking it seriously and Apple apparently not so much well, I I don't think it's the case. I, I think the, um, it's Apple policy of not uh, using your your information might be damaging the, the the ability to improve at a at a faster pace. Don't you think? I think it is. I don't oh, think. I think it is. I don't think on this particular case of AI. I don't think they need that at all. I think mm-hmm. they can do most of it on device, and I think they just probably need to have a. Um, 
a separate division for Siri and iCloud. Okay. You just need to have people that are really good at this kind of stuff. And that's, I know that they have a different system from everybody. They are integrated. They are, they have a vertical integration. So they don't mm-hmm. have divisions. They, they can't expand like other companies do. But this is one of the cases that I think that they should make an, ex- an exception. An Cloud services, mm-hmm. they have, there's a separate division. They just work on it. <laughs> and that's it. And they, they buy. Not having divisions is, it's great in some points, but, uh, I get your point. In this case, it, it, it's probably harming them. Yeah. Yeah. More you know, than they have money. So good. put them aside. They talk to Trump. They get the best people. <laughs> and this was a joke, guys. Really? <laughs> Top man. <laughs> you have to have the top man on it. <laughs> yeah. If it's a money problem, make a division separate from everything else because I know, yeah, they can't buy, they can't have another 10,000 engineer, software engineers. And the way they are organized, it doesn't work like that. Like that. Maybe this, this, this should be one exception. They create a different division for this kind of services and mm-hmm. they can have, they can dedicate a lot of people to it because. If they are always uh, balancing the iOS, the macOS, Siri, iCloud, it's I don't think it's ever going to get any good because when you Well, let me just other- let me just interrupt you a little bit. Objectively, what is your main uh, what are your, is your main gripe with Siri? She doesn't understand context at That's all. It. If I'm talking to you and I you understand that one thing is related to another. And if I make two yeah, it's queries, because I'm a great AI. You are. <laughs> you don't exist. Really, Diogo is just an AI. It's just a computer. I'm just... Yeah, there's here. nobody. Yeah, yeah, there's nobody. I'm just a voice. <laughs> I'm hoping that you can hear him too, or or else it's just a voice in my head, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that wouldn't be the first time, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, it's context... Uh, and the fact that I can that I do a query, and if I do another query related to that related to the first query, it's for her mm-hmm. is two different queries, and she can't understand it, and exactly. she doesn't learn anything with me or with you or with anyone else. With and anyone else, yeah, yeah, that's the main problem. I, I have, have the it. same experience. Yeah, I wish she, she would just follow up on the last query I did. You know, because sometimes you wanted them to be related. And she can't do that, and that's the main thing that I that I miss on on uh, on an AI, or, or at least it, she's not a, a true AI. I would argue that none of them are. They are they're more smart assistants, if you will, with uh, pre-recorded yeah. qu- queries. Well, it's not pre-recorded, but you know what I mean. Yeah, but, the, but they're not just a, they're just not really that smart. They're quite dumb. No, no, they are really dumb. Well, assistants. we'll get there eventually. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know we'll get there. I just thought that by now we'd be there. Well, that's actually quite strange because you you're usually you're very conservative about um estimates on 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 how how long it will take for us to get somewhere in in terms of of technology. I'm very pessimistic, but Amazon just showed <laughs> Apple that they they could do better than Siri in less time. And faster, yeah. Yeah, so it's possible. Yep. It's like you said, they have to throw money <laughs> at the problem. <laughs> the way they are organized, they probably can't do that. But maybe they mm-hmm. need to make a different decisions because it's not a small co- Apple. It's just it's not a small company anymore. It's the big company. Another Trump joke. It's the biggest. <laughs> it's the big. <laughs> uh, 
sometimes uh, I listen to criticism of Apple and they are good criticism because Microsoft is doing some interesting s things with software and hardware. Mm -hmm. And people are saying, well, why doesn't Apple do, do this? I don't know why they don't do it, but I do know one thing. Microsoft right now doesn't have the pressure. They can release a product and it sucks and they release another one and it sucks and eventually they release one that it's good and everybody and this it sells good and it's mm -hmm. great if micro and when the apple launches the product and it's not successful even if it's a good product they're always getting burned about it i mean look at apple watch exactly. look at apple tv it's, it's the symptom of being the first you you struggle a lot to get there and then you have to struggle to stay there yeah yeah, but if they launch a product, they can't experiment. If they, they just launch products and, you know, some will fail, some don't. Look at the Mac Pro, it failed. It was a beautiful experiment, but it failed. And it failed because they tried to do something different. Well, sometimes that happens. When you try to do something, it, you fail. Yeah, but people aren't very forgiving with that kind of, of stuff, yeah. Yeah, when Apple fails, it's for most of people, it's like Apple is doomed. Yep. Apple can't do anything anymore. Apple isn't has doesn't have magic. <laughs> and I can understand that they they feel the pressure that every product they launch has to be successful. And uh, mm -hmm. if that's the case, well, you don't have a very big margin to for experiments. And I don't know why why I'm on this track, but uh <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is the Tutti Saber podcast. After yeah. all, we sidetrack a lot. We should we should rename it to Sidetracking Podcast. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> one already. <laughs> so, anything else about the HomePod? It has great hardware. It has mm -hmm. a, a big price tag. The software doesn't seem to be quite there yet. I think it will improve. If I had the money right now, I would buy it, and I would feel confident that in a year from now, and two years from now, and three years from and three years from now. I would be able to do a lot more things with it. Just like when I buy an iPhone, mm -hmm. I'm not stuck with the, that year's iOS. Three years later, I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm using a better, a better operating system and I have more choices. And I think that would be, that will be the same with the HomePod. I would argue the same. Yeah. But yeah, I can understand <laughs> that uh, you might want to, you might want to wait until it gets there before buying it. Right. It's a, it's, it's a big amount. You know, it's not something that you'd spend, uh, on a whim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I would understand that a lot of people are reluctant in, in buying it right now, you know. Let's wait and see. Let's let the reviews come out. Let's see what the, what they say on the next WWDC and decide then. Let's hope that having a, a device uh, in a, a smart a smart uh, speaker will probably... Do you think it would, it would probably um, pressure Apple if a lot of people buys these things? To have a to accelerate the, the development of Siri, I think no. I think it probably would no. be the the other way around. It's well, this is selling right. This is selling great right now. We don't need to bother. See, everything is fine. <laughs> no, I don't think Apple does that. But uh, I get your point. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm thinking. For example, uh, the Apple Watch when it got out, when they released Apple Watch, I know I liked it, but it wasn't something that I really wanted. And now it's on the mm -hmm. third generation and I'm, yeah, now I want it. And it's not at, really, at that point that I really, really need it because it doesn't do everything I, I want it to do. But mm -hmm. it's probably one or two genera generations away uh, until I consider that, well, I actually need an Apple Watch. The same way I need an, the same way I need an iPhone, I need an Apple Watch. And I think the HomePod can go that way, can go that route. 
But I think it should be like the, the iPod. It shouldn't require to have an iOS device or a Mac or anything from Apple. Just go to a store and look at, oh, this is a beautiful speaker. And it works by voice commands and can uh, listen and can um, answer phone calls and do all kinds of other stuff. And you'd buy it and maybe you'd consider buying another app, other Apple products after that. Mm-hmm. Well, I get your point, but... Uh... I really don't know how you would configure it the first time if you if you didn't have a, a way to you know to connect with it through an iPhone or an Android phone phone or even your Macintosh. Yes, I'm just saying it shouldn't be limited to. Oh, limited to the to the to an iPhone to an iPod device. Yeah. Okay. I, the, my first Apple device was an iPod, and I use mm-hmm. iTunes for Windows. It's it's a piece of crap, mm-hmm. but I could use an iPod. <laughs> they just need to launch a piece of crap app for an Android. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's, this is everything for for uh, for now. For now, yeah. But we can see that you're very excited. <laughs> I am. <laughs> okay. Uh, you didn't sound like very excited. You sounded kind of tired. Are you, are you tired today? Mm, not really. Not more than not usual. Really? No. Okay. So it's just me. Sorry. No. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Well, when we get some reviews and more specifics, maybe we'll say something more about this. Uh, I would just like to go for Tutti Bytes. Mm-hmm. And this week, one of the the articles I selected was a podcast, and a podcast episode from Supertop. These are the guys that make Castro. You don't, you don't use it, but I do. And they were talking mm-hmm. about um, Castro 3 and about money. They thought about it, and they, they need to change the revenue model. Mm-hmm. Castro 3 will use a subscription model. And the reason for that is that they're out of money. Oh, boy. Although Castro 2 is a very good app, uh, they run out of money for Castro 2 in in the the end of 2017. The reason they can work on Castro 3 right now is because they sold Unread and they have some some latitude and they have a few more months where they can uh, (laughs) work on it. It, it's a very interesting episode if you can listen to it. And it's, it's one of those things that really hits me because I really enjoy the, the, the app. I think it's a very good app. And they can't make enough money from it to, to continue to exist. I mean, now they can because they sold another, another app, but it's a recurring problem. You will have good apps that are disappearing because they can't make any money or they can't make enough money to, to be sustainable, and these are just two developers. It's not a, it's not a really big team or anything. Oh, they're, they're, it's really small team. I, I I didn't I didn't thought it was a big team, but I I would guess it would there would be more of them. <laughs> no, it's just too, like I said, they would love to make enough money to just to hire someone to respond to the to the email. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> because they would love to respond to email, but they can't. They don't have the time for it. And yeah, it's a very small team. And hey, Overcast is all—it's one person only. I think mm-hmm. Pocketcast is also a very small team. It's—it's it's, well, there are indies, there are independent independent developers. It's—it's it's common, but even with small teams, it's—it's—it's it's, it's difficult to make enough money. Even when you get any, even when you have a good app. So, so I hope they can make enough money from subscriptions in Castro Three to to make it viable. And hopefully 
they'll still sell a few copies of Castro 2 while they're at, before then because it's a very good app. I, I would recommend to anyone. Okay. Go buy it. That's actually the, the model Overcast is now betting on, the uh, subscription model. Uh, I think it's annual and something like $10 uh, for per year, I think. Yeah, but Overcast is advertising, so... Oh, yeah. I think Marco is good on that point. So it, the free version is advertising, and according to him, it's working very well. So Very well, okay. I don't think... So Castro doesn't doesn't use advertising no, on, no. on app? No, they don't okay. have a free version of the app. You just have to pay for the app. And that's okay, it. Okay. That's probably one. I get it. That's probably one of the one of the reasons they don't sell so much because you can just install Overcast and try it out. And if you don't like it, you don't have to pay for it. And Castro, you have to pay for it. But hey, maybe with a subscription, you just pay for a a week or a month. And if you don't like it, okay, you didn't lose much. Sure. So, what's your choice from for this week? So I chose an, an article that uh, I picked for um, for our website uh, Toothy Bites, which uh, is is a very cool article. Um, it's from Brad Ellis, and I I found it on Medium, and it's it's called No Cutting Corners on the iPhone X. So looking at the iPhone X, um, you see one of the most uh, <laughs> discussed topics about it. It's the the, the notch. And we talked about uh, extensively, I would say, <laughs> about the notch on the iPhone X. And uh, one th- one thing that you might miss is how complex the, the actual shape of the uh, the notch is, because you would you would think that it's just a cutout with uh, round squares, but it's actually not. Um, and the um, the author uh, Brad he did a, a little a little bit of experimentation with um, cutouts that. Uh, match the um or are kind of similar to to the the notch on the iPhone X and he found out that um they went went far far beyond the the uh, simple round cutout on on either side of the of the notch it's actually very endearing to me to see that apple does still does this kind of uh, minute design to that probably no one else will, or most people won't won't, um, won't realize it's there. You know, it they won't notice. The cutout uh, really does a, a, a kind of curvature fallout, which is more complex than the a simple uh, rounded corner. Uh, and that's all that is about about the, the article. You should read it, but uh, it's very cool because there. Uh, it, it tells us how much Apple cares for, for design and uh, how much effort they put on, on simple things, on things that probably you and me might notice or might not. I haven't noticed. On I, I would really guess if someone asks me uh, before reading this article, I would guess that it's a, a simple cutout with a with a rounded uh, cur- curvature, you know. But it's not. It's 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 a, a very a very cool device. It's a very cool article, in fact. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I mean, to confess, I don't always read your selections of the two bytes. Sometimes I just read, the, I always read your um, description of the article, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't always read the article in itself. And uh, this one was one of those that uh, <laughs> I read your description and let me, let me, let me see what is this because it's interesting. It was interesting. It was, uh, it is interesting. It is a lot yeah. more complex than you would think. So thank you for calling my attention to it. You're welcome. This is it, guys. Hopefully, we'll see you in a week, if you want to. Mm-hmm. No pressure. No pressure, yeah. <laughs> and um, You can also follow us on Twitter, no pressure. 
Yeah, you should you should follow us on Twitter <laughs> and Facebook, definitely. You should also subscribe on iTunes. And if you don't, if you have the time, please give us a rating, a good one. Uh, that helps a lot. Yeah, if you guys could just take a little, ten seconds, twenty seconds of your time and and rate us on on iTunes, that would help a lot. Yeah, I know this wasn't a five star episode, but you know, think of all the ones that you like more. <laughs> do an average yeah do an, do average, an average. average don't think well <laughs> this one wasn't really that great yeah but we have so many good yeah, ones don't give us one star <laughs> <laughs> pretty please <laughs> also if you really would lo- would love to support us you, we, we have a Patreon page so come pay us a, bit, a visit literally come pay bye us bye you guys <laughs> <laughs> bye everyone bye everyone